we told him, kiss my astral plane. Uh, oh, hey, Podquesters. When we last left you, we were about to infiltrate a fortress guarded by the Gith, where supposedly inside existed a portal that would lead us to the main Gith invasion fleet. We got inside relatively hassle-free, located it, and jumped in, landing on the deck of a massive Gith flagship. Fergus was with us and indicated the only way to disable the ship would be to take out the power source. With a ship this size, that would probably take forever to find, which I'm pretty sure the DM was banking on, except he forgot about Vlag's hole, his portable hole, which we used to quickly descend below deck, arriving shortly, much to the DM's dismay, at the engine room, where a large glowing orb hovered in the center of the room. The orb was the energy source, and Wrath decided to find out more about it, using Detect Magic. However, he ended up detecting more than he bargained for, as when the spell activated, it also highlighted a human figure we missed before in the center of the room, staring directly at us. It was the ship's captain, which, if you can believe, was not the worst news. No, what was even worse was that this captain was also an incredibly powerful lich. The Lich quickly incapacitated Wrath, while the rest of us scrambled to mount some sort of defense, while Fergus hurried through his pouch to find a specific magic item to help. After a series of close calls and desperate attacks, we were able to buy enough time for Fergus to produce the item he was searching for, another, smaller, glowing orb. He quickly smashed it open, and upon doing so, a huge flash of light filled the room. Then the ship's power source stopped glowing and thudded to the ground. The ship was going down! Fergus did it, but he also ended up disabling all the magic items on the premises, including our teleportation staff. So much for that quick exit. But suddenly, with an almost sad look in his eyes, I, I mean, if he had them and wasn't a magically animated suit of armor, Fergus looked at us and apologized, taking a swig of a potion and teleporting away, but conspicuously indicating a book he left on the ground before leaving. We grabbed the book, which turned out to be his journal, but then started panicking on how the hell we were supposed to get out of this situation. Thankfully, like a good deus ex machina, Lag Sister Greshka appeared through another portal and hurriedly motioned for us to escape. Well, we didn't have to think twice about that, and we jumped through. What was that all about? Fergus, I thought we were buds. Perhaps Fergus's journal will hold some answers. Ooh, and maybe who he has a crush on. Stay tuned for all the juicy details, podquesters, as we roll an intelligence check. The Life of Fergus Deepdelver. You page through the journal looking for important details. The beginning of it covers childhood and early adult life. Mostly normal, boring stuff. Though it, he is very excited when he gets to uh, a job doing what he calls digging in the deep. It's a very specialized mining role that very few members of his clan got. Their job was to dig deep down into some ancient ruins, looking for ancient artifacts that his clan would either use or sell. The first big entry in the journal is when his team makes their first find. A giant mechanism of some sort, large enough that the entire clan wouldn't be able to transport it out of the tunnels, even if they were able to open the pathways large enough for it to fit out, which they wouldn't be able to do. Just uncovering it was bringing the tunnels too close to compromised. They had no idea what the mechanism did, of course, but that was part of their job. After a few weeks of testing, they stumbled upon the answer. They was able to drain spells and items of their magic, and distill that essence into potions. Unfortunately, the mechanism had too many moving parts, and running it caused massive vibrations through the tunnels. The dwarves all knew the risks, but their need for knowledge and power overwhelmed them. Even so, 
None of them was overly surprised when the tunnels collapsed upon them. Most of the dwarves died instantly, crushed under thousands of pounds of rubble. But Fergus wasn't quite so lucky. His lower half was crushed, but his other half remained unscathed in a tunnel that no one would ever have access to, well, at least not before he bled out. A slow death was to be his fate. That is, until a mystic door opened in front of him, and a Mind Flayer stepped out. The Mind Flayer promised Fergus that he would save him, but he would be trapped within a suit of armor for all eternity. That fate seemed better than a slow death, so Fergus agreed. With a left head to the Mind Flayer, Fergus had no choice but to follow him around and do his bidding. He did so without complaint or resistance, partially because he always suspected that the Mind Flayer could just make him do it anyway. But either way, Honor demanded that he fulfill his life debt. From there out, the journal mostly just covers various tasks that the Mind Flayer gave Fergus. Most of them were boring, but a few stand out to you. The first task of note was the Mind Flayer's attempt to uncover more items of power. The main source was through manipulation of a small village. The people who lived there were peaceful overall, but the combination of gold and more than a little mental manipulation left them quickly to become ferocious raiders in the area. They uncovered not only the location of several magic and important artifacts, but they were able to bring a few of them as well. This plan worked wonderfully until a small village was destroyed, and a group of heroes called the Onyx Shields came in and killed everyone, except two young children. So with that, the Mind Flayer ended his manipulations at the Red Halls. With the raiding party destroyed, Lilith turned his attentions to finding new sources of power, and instead went to try to find those who could create power himself. He was lucky enough to find a city that housed not one, but two wizards that were using their magic to greatly increase the strength and power of their warriors. Unfortunately, the wizards were not making as quick progress as they would have liked, so Lilith pushed them a little faster. The female wizard was resistant, but the male wizard was weaker, and dived headlong into the work, pushing things further and faster, so much so that he used his magic on his own son. This pushed the female wizard too far, and she struck out, killing her own husband. In the end, this slowed Lilith's plans down, but with only one wizard to focus on, he was able to grab further control on her. He moved her to another kingdom, had her take over, and she became the new wizard king. With his own pocket wizard developing the magics that he needed, Lilith turned his attention instead to removing those items that could defeat him. There was a divine whistle that could control beings of ancient power. Lilith was fearful that the item would be his undoing, as he might be able to control him and the other Mind Flayers once his plan for transformation was complete. Luckily, the item was being transported across the realm by a group of smugglers. The head smuggler was a dwarf who had a strong penchant for gambling. This particular dwarf was a bit headstrong, and that combined with a dwarf's normal resistance to manipulation, the Mind Flayer instead preyed upon his weakness for betting. But he needed the dwarf to get desperate enough to gamble divine artifacts away. Luckily, a lot of gold and a promise to repay personal debts was all he needed to convince a vampire to take a bite out of the dwarf's daughter and to spread his undead curse. There was no known cure for vampirism, but one could delay it with a large supply of rather expensive medicine. Suddenly, the dwarf was willing to take any job or risk just to save his daughter. The poor dwarf lost it all and would end up spending the rest of his life trying to reclaim the favor of the gods. Unable to destroy the whistle, Lilith instead found another wizard and powerful transformation magic who lived on a long-forgotten island. Not only was he able to send the whistle there for safekeeping, but he was able to get even more magic power from this master of lycanthropy, the one known as Steve. Finally, with everything set, Lilith knew it was time to gather another group to obtain the last of the items he would need. 
He found a group of thieves that would be perfect for the job, but their leader was completely resistant to his mental control, probably due to the large number of magic items she wore. That wouldn't prove too much of a problem, of course. Another promise of power and gold, and an obvious mental push. And another member of the guild was ready to get rid of her, and to take her place. She was lucky enough to catch wind of the plan and escape in time, but it was no matter. The Mind Flayer had what he needed, with Braddock now leading the guild. There are a few entries here and there that detail things that Lilith would need, like a fairy crown that could shrink those wearing it, and a pharaoh staff that could reverse magic, allowing the crown to make things grow monstrous in size instead. In the end, though, the only thing that catches your eyes is a chapter about the gif. Lilith still feared the gif, but he was also worried about a group of adventurers that had been on his heels for quite some time, likely due to some sort of fate magic. But he had a plan, throwing the two against each other. He assumed the gift would take care of the few adventurers, but no matter who won, the other party would be weaker because of it. Fergus wasn't happy about the plan. He liked these adventurers. But a life debt cannot be ignored. So he would say a pseudo-prisoner of the Mind Flayer, traveling occasionally to his various outposts, but spent most of his time at the Mind Flayer's true underground lair, far to the north, beneath the mighty mountain known as Spinebreaker. I didn't bring the journal with us. Awkward. <laughs> I, was able to, uh, I was able to speed read it real quick. Photograph of memory. Huh. Just want to say how much shit Tor got for throwing a hammer at this yeah, guy on right. the first meeting. Tor was right. Mm. Yeah. Just, you just knew. That's the usual mantra instincts. of our group. Tor was right. Yeah. But what was that? Can you, you heard me. <laughs> it was about right. I didn't say it. Name funny. is the delightful. Serath's <laughs> uh, so pissed. I would imagine so. Yeah. I think we're all a little perturbed Nami's fine where are we? <laughs> that's a that's a, yeah, that's a very good question Nami's just like I wasn't mentioned <laughs> that bastard that's, that's why Nami that's 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 no one ignores Nami <laughs> no, let's get this son of a bitch actually, yeah. Blag upon doing this has to well uh, run out of the room and clutch his medallion and breathe deeply and attempt not to become a werewolf yeah that <laughs> makes sense pure Instinct and rage. I imagine so. Is anybody ever? And on Blag's birthday, today's Blag's birthday. Oh, <laughs> how ironic! Ten years, years old. I'm ten now. That's a big deal. It's a big, Happy it's a birthday! She's <laughs> the worst gift ever. Yeah, nobody's in the mood for celebrations <laughs> now. Oh, no. It depends where we are. Are we back at the Red Halls? You are not. Okay. Uh, so it turned out that Blag's sister had basically gone off. She was trying to follow, you know, the will of the gods and figure out where she was supposed to be and couldn't actually quite determine it so she's been wandering and when you guys are summoned to her she is really just somewhere in the woods you see that she must have been there for a little while because she set up a temporary little shrine and everything but uh she's nowhere near civilization how did she know to rescue us that all comes back to her divine favor her uh working with gillian she basically gave her the know-how because uh if you remember way back when uh, she mentioned that gillian is kind of understands that something is going on here that shouldn't be and it's going to upset the balance exactly so she he's trying to guide her but even you know gods in this world are not perfect he doesn't know exactly what's going on right so she's he's just giving her the insight that uh he gets when he gets it 
This is a dumb joke, but we're in the woods. Mm-hmm. I'm really impressed Blag would ma- manage to leave the room then. I mean, go around the corner. <laughs> like, that's impressive. Go around the corner of the woods. Yeah. Yeah. He, built, <laughs> he chopped down trees. He built a room I first. built a room. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, <laughs> a small shrine. There's a, there's a side room. <laughs> it's just a dumb joke. He yeah, walked no, in the shrine, walked out the shrine. No, no, I just went around the corner of the woods. <laughs> I think, like, wait for me, my friends. Okay, I'm good. Uh, I forget. Does Court have any way of contacting Ronaldo or Jade, aside from, like, like no more of the side? Psychic no, no, thing, no, she doesn't. Because uh, I think immediately, like, oh shit, they need to know about this too. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody needs to. We need to get to the red halls and tell all of them. Rally an army. <laughs> so, uh, Black Sister basically looks to you on all and says, "I don't think we have a lot of time. All the things he said the Gith were doing and gathering, it was him. Whatever he's no planning. duh." <laughs> That's your God. sister. Ten. Yeah. I can't believe why yeah. slit those guys' in. throats. Then Jesus, <laughs> just the one guy, <laughs> Gift Slayer, <laughs> uh, a mantle I wear. Ironically, sadly, yeah. Can we go back and undo that ship thing? I do have a spell of completely undo last quest. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, the gifts are still not not great people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fine. It was, yeah, that was they were still going to conquer the world. So. Yeah. Right. 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 Were. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now it is left to us to conquer this world. <laughs> yeah, what? that's what's happened now. We'll kill them both, <laughs> and then Sweden. we will rule. And what was your takeaway from Nami, all this? the new emperor of the world, and <laughs> us is... And then he will be written about sorts. in everyone's diary. <laughs> uh, she says, I'm ready to take you there whenever you're ready, but I've something's interrupting my magic near spinebreaker. I can't get you quite there, but I can get you close. Wrath will turn to her and say, if I, if I take us all to the Red Halls first, can you get us there from there? I can, but we don't have a lot of time. What are you planning to do? That's fine. We just need to we need to go talk to some people quick. Okay. Yeah, I wonder if I could just I don't know. Maybe he picked up some tricks like how to contact the thieves. Like I'll find like some sort of carrier pigeon or I don't know. I'll something. tell you when you get to the Red Halls. Red Halls. Okay, there, yeah. will, there will be a thief contact so, there. There in okay, every city. Perfect. Okay. So uh, either can she either take us there or should I just use the stat? Use the if you have it. In. Okay. Are you guys cool with that? Yeah. All right. It's working again. Let's, Let's go. make haste. Let's go to the halls quick. All right. And everybody grabs on the staff, including Blake's sister. There's a... Okay. And you guys end up there. May I interject before we... Grishka, have you any way of contacting Mother? No, I haven't seen Mother in ages. Well, since you were born, according yeah. to my backstory. But yeah. Technically, <laughs> I just didn't know if you had a thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I have two things I want to do. Okay. First is I want to find Wood Tusk. Right. You find Wood Tusk near right here. Right. <laughs> you find him sleeping with a music box? Yes. <laughs> this is going to hurt me more than it hurts him, but I just want to walk up. I don't want to say anything. I just want to punch him in the face. And then right afterwards, I say, okay, that's out of my system. We've got bigger things to deal with. Come on. And I'm going to take him, assuming he give, doesn't destroy me. Give me a Chris yeah. Give me a Chris I, I, I just immediately picture Wrath like just going, like, shaking his hand, going, oh, yeah. Oh, I imagine it doesn't even, it doesn't even hurt him. him. Yeah. It's just like, what did you just do? But it doesn't matter. Wrath, Wrath feels good about it, sure, despite sure. the pain. 14? Okay. Uh, Wood Tusk is not charmed by it, yeah. but he's charmed by how little you hurt him. Yeah, I'm and, sure. Yeah, that's fine. He gets a smirk. Um, so I want to take him, I want to go find Ani, and basically tell her everything. Because what basically what's going through Wrath's head is he's been going after revenge against the wrong people. And he, now, that's behind him. He's very angry, he's focused, and he wants them to know what's going on. 
he gives Ani a big hug and uh, tells her what's what's going to happen next. Yeah, Ani's crying uh, when you tell her just tears pouring down. She can't believe it herself. You know, nothing she ever would have thought that, you know, it did lead to her parents' death. You know, it led to her parents becoming evil. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's uh, distraught as well. And she takes out the whistle, or I'm sorry, the uh, horn. horn, and blows it and uh, says, the Onyx Shields will be here as soon as we can. I, I don't think we can wait for you, but... And she turns to uh, Gretchen and says, uh, I'm sorry. Grishka. Grishka. And says, uh, summon us as soon as you can, and we will join you in battle. Great. And just so we don't leave any other unresolved plot threads, what is your last name now? Feinbottom. I'm not giving that up. Okay, just checking. Cool. <laughs> no, yeah. it was going to come up in the forums we didn't somewhere. We hyphenated or something. I mean, you could be progressive. It's all wrong. We love that. Um, uh, yes, Court finds his way to the, the thief contact pretty much relays the contents of the diary that we just read, all the pertinent information, and just being like, you know, you know what, where, where, where we're going to be. We're going to be at Spinebreaker, and we will uh, definitely, we hope to see you there. So <laughs> Yeah. Flag says to Grishka, if by chance you are able to use your godly consorts to find and contact Mother, please relay the information to her that you know, and hope she makes the right decision. I'm coming with you. Then never mind. <laughs> also, should we send something to, like, Town about, like, with all the... That's up to you Maybe guys. just send, like, a missive, be like, hey, this, uh, your husband's dead because of this jackass, so... Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I mean... I imagine he enslaved an army I mean, Name is friends with the family, so I don't know if Name wants to take, handle that one. Yeah. Well, I commune with an animal to pass it along. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. All right, yeah. No, you guys do all that, and uh, messages are sent... And we wait a week, and then Ellie's back and recharged. (laughs) And she's all red. I feel like we should, like, we we stock up. Like, we we get newer clothes and get our weapons sharpened. Yeah, you got a couple hours. That's about it. Is there an apothecary? Yes. What do you want? Healing potions. Yeah, you get some healing potions. Sweet. Yay. Are you going to recommend we all do that? Yeah, everybody gets a... Everybody gets three healing potions. That's all they have. Hundred, hundred, three hundred healing potions. Three total or three each? Three each. Do you want to define how those work now, or we'll yeah, I'll figure it out later? Okay. Yay! That's the best time. <laughs> Kyle's like, I don't know. You're healed. Yay! <laughs> I don't have time for this. <laughs> we are we are gearing up. There's montages of like leather straps being tight. Oh yeah! And I enter the hyperbolic time chamber and I train a year's worth <laughs> in like a day. Put just playing on your loop. Just playing on your because I nailed that this awesome lick. <laughs> we also nailed that awesome lich. Also, I think I think Wrath leaves the bow and the quiver. Really? Yep. All right. I need to pretend anymore. He's ready. I mean, he's done enough for the world that if people are going to give him a hard time about being a warlock, then he's not going to put up with it. I like that a lot. I really do. All right. Then is everybody ready? I don't think I need anything because I mean I can't wear armor. So you want a nicer loincloth? I do. I want. I want to get a. Uh, by this point, I have not had a haircut in several, so my hair is now long, barbarian. Okay. Length. I pull it back into a really cool ponytail, not like a hipster thing. <laughs> and uh, and uh, yes, I get a new, non-blood-stained loincloth of pure white that I may see the blood as it drenches from my enemies. I like that. Or yourself. Well, definitely <laughs> myself too. Yeah. It'll mix. All right. Before we leave, one last thing I want to do. 
Wrath is going to kind of disappear for a little bit, and he's going to set up basically what looks like a circle, candles, twigs, whatever, um, and he's going to get Blag. He's going to bring Blag into the middle of the circle. I am with you, friend. He's going to basically say, we've, we've traveled far. You've done a lot. You've grown a lot. I'm really proud of you. Thank and you. I think you're ready to take this next step of your path into adulthood. And he is going to pull out the Diary of Tor, <laughs> and would, from which there will be a reading. <laughs> Tor, whatever you're ready, if you remember what that boy sounds like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going through my odd sheets. Do it at night when everyone else in the room's asleep. I think I figured out the winner. I think it's going to be this old woman. She's a monk. I think she has the longest life ahead of her. Her name is Babushka. I think she's going to win it all. And we'll say we'll not bow our heads and say a moment Amen. of silence for Babushka and Tor. And uh, he will then complete the ritual coming of age. He touches Blag on the forehead. And for the next 24 hours, whenever the target makes an ability check, uh, they can roll an additional D4 and add the number rolled to the ability check. I thank you, my friend. I feel my strength growing as we speak. And I'm the, and I'm the bat mitzvah, bar mitzvah man. <laughs> There's no time court. <laughs> you told me this was... Ah, uh, fine. You have five minutes. Meanwhile, oh, Ellie walks I, by in a banner that says, Congratulations on the side. Family love. I heard there. She's like, I'm so proud. <laughs> I didn't hear it as bar mitzvah. I heard it as brisk band. I was like, oh, no. Oh, the brisk? Yes, yeah. I, I dropped my line. <laughs> no, it's not that. Oh, oh, bring God. it back up. Sorry I ever did this. <laughs> Let's get about the Thank you for the honor, friend. Uh, I believe you showed me for a minute. Uh, <laughs> that any growth that I have had has been because of all of you, especially you, Nami. But all of you, <laughs> and I thank you for your companionship this time, throughout this time. Yeah. Did you, you pick your hands up, pants up during? Oh yes, yeah, so I picked my pants. Okay. Up <laughs> I, was doing. I, I did that before. Very I helpful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And no, eyes were all looking right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is this is sweet. No, no, no. I picked, I picked my loin up as soon as I found out that I was already. Brist. <laughs> so, you can't brisk, do it. Like, that's brisk, baby. <laughs> and uh, and so that's how I end my little. And that's how we do touching moments on <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> Just to the word touching moments. Blowing plots up. Flag. Okay. All right. Uh, Griska. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was a good. That was a good squeak. That's what Nami would do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Griska waves her hands, and uh, another portal begins to ripple and open into existence. Can we do hero walkthrough? Oh, yeah, it's definitely here. Yeah, she makes it wide enough so you guys could do it side by side in slow motion. And um, Kaylee's there. In the yeah, Kaylee's just there. <laughs> We're walking yeah, in like, slow motion, and the people behind us are just like, can you? Our bard is up. looting up some good hero music. Just because the old the old callback, I imagine as soon as we walk into the portal, the Helm's Horrors come around the corner. And go, God, <laughs> no! Yeah. Either that or it's just like, all right, here we go. I'm not going to lie, part of me thought like they were going to be in Ferguson's backstory. <laughs> I really was thinking. They ran into some hill you know, I look back on it now and I regret not having done it. <laughs> he was originally a Helm Tower. Yeah. Yeah. But he was too short and didn't make the cut. <laughs> uh, Alright, so Grace waves her hands and another portal starts to ripple into existence. And through it you see a large, large uh, range of mountains. Uh, Snow-covered. Far to the north, you can tell. And you all step through and the portal 
Shimmers close behind you, and you all hear Greshka just say, I think I figured out what was disrupting my magic. And as you look in the distance, you just see an army of Mind Flayers. I throw a hammer at them. <laughs> the biggest hammer. <laughs> if you were Tor, I would accept it. <laughs> it doesn't go very far. Yeah, it's, it's a tiny spirit of Tor. As, the, as the hammer flies toward them, it mimics itself into an ankylosaurus. <laughs> Beaker leans over towards Wrath and says, I need the egg. Except in Beaker's voice, which is not that. I need the egg! <laughs> yes. Um, Wrath will say, good, thank you. I'm tired of carrying this thing. <laughs> Hand it over to him. And he takes it and he starts, he flies towards the Mind Flayers and then all of a sudden just stops. And you can sense panic in him. And he turns around and comes back and uh, says, it's no good. The magic's not working there. He, they turned it off. He's just staring in the distance and he goes, gets his little evil grin and goes, give me a lich stone. Sure. Give him a lich stone. So he tosses his lich stone and he goes over and Beaker gives you a little hug. What? And Beaker. he flies off. <gasps> Wait a second. To the north. Nami goes after him. It's the final race. <laughs> he takes a dagger he took from you. What? During that hug. I pat my side. No! That was your plus one dagger. No, wait. Drives I'm just realizing now how much Beaker means to me. He drives right. it into his little chest. And you see the crystal shatter. And this disruptive field just goes across. And magic is functioning again. As the small imp's corpse falls towards the ground. I did not. And disintegrate into dust, right? That always happens when you use a lich stone, right? It disintegrates into dust. That's right. Oh, no, not with him. So we catch his body and we give him That's a proper burial. That's not lich stone. I know. He's not supposed to be self-sacrificing. Son of a bitch. I kind of like that little guy. You just got a good voice for him, too. I know. I, I do. I find his body and there's a little, like, BFF necklace and half on it. And they don't know where the other half is and it's on Rath's body somewhere. <laughs> I put my hand no. on Rath's shoulder and say, he was one of us, a member of our party and a brother. He shall be missed, but his sacrifice must not be in vain. And as that happens, you see his body fade away. And everybody remembers when a demon dies here, they can just be resummoned again. And it's not that big a deal. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask. I didn't, I didn't want to take away from it. but it's, Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. thinking the same thing, but I decided to go hard. But you know what? Funny. Court appreciates yeah. the theatrical moment, looks at, at, at Beaker afterwards and be like, that was beautiful. Very good show. Also, we're going to make him do that more often. Though. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's going to drive a dagger to his chest. Here's a stone, Beaker. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> the last one was just for Froyo. It seemed like a waste. It's the best really Froyo, Froyo I've ever had. No, Froyo's the actual name of the Mind Flayer. Oh. <laughs> well, that, I mean, who cares then? What everybody may not have noticed is that as his body crashed into the ground, so did the black egg. And it shattered. And became a black glowing light, which began to grow and grow and grow until it was almost the size of a mountain itself. And as it was growing, imps began to pour out. Then spiked demons. Yeah. Then dragon demons. Nice. And larger demons. Nice. Until Bebubs himself tears through with his backwards portal. baseball cap. Wrath just turns around, throws his arms up and says, this is why you have a warlock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, right, I'm, I'm, I'm preening Bebubs. 
I just call, say B-Bubs, and I, I feel like he's got his arm, but I know he's a slug, but slimy, like his arms across arms. like B-Boy stance. Like, <laughs> Yo, B-Bubs. Yeah, I can't fly anymore, I'd imagine. I'm just like covered in B-Bubs slime. Yeah, he's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I guess are we, are we up? nothing. Are we up with them? Yeah, riding. Well, as soon as they're coming through, these demons are charging towards this Mind Flayer army, and there is just a war unlike mankind has ever seen before as psionic energy is bouncing off to ionic flames and dang we had a chance to be like there may be a day where the strength of men fails <laughs> I turned but back it is to my not this day but it I may be this day it I might go, be but not the for demons for Froyo <laughs> for, for, for Froyo <laughs> yes <laughs> and so the demons have engaged the mind flayers in Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat! <laughs> Quite a cool video game tournament they got going there. However, you guys realize where you gotta get is the other side of this giant war that's going on. So you're about to run through it. Cool. Kind of cool. Some of us. <laughs> Greater invisibility. <laughs> and so, proceed, my friends, as you charge towards Spinebreaker. About how far away do we need to get? Through an army. But two armies, distance-wise, <laughs> uh, just trying to estimate. I don't know, a couple miles. Okay, yeah, probably not. Couldn't probably run a couple miles in a minute. No, I would doubt it. Yeah, greater <laughs> in, a, in a minute. That would be impressive. <laughs> yeah, that's some part of I've got a several mile minute. <laughs> so, as you guys start running forward, you're running with the demon horde. And the psionic wave as all of the mind flayers join together and send one giant visible wave of psionic energy comes charging towards you and the demons. Everybody give me a wisdom verse. Uh, I'm sorry, a first wisdom saving throw. Unless you have something else you would rather do. Well, let's take a look. Nope, I like this one. I have I have an advantage on wisdom saving throws. I add this to everything? Any ability check. So this would count as an ability check. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll give myself a bardic inspiration just um, in case. Is psionic a type of damage? It is. That is my resistance for this rest. All right. B-Bubs gives you a high five as you pass by. (laughs) Good seeing you, big guy. 12 for Wrath. All right. 17. Court. 18. And Name. 17. All right, great. Anybody who rolled above 15 takes 5 damage. If you rolled below 15, you take 10 damage as the wave rips into your flesh. So my resistance breaks that in half yeah cool you charge forward further with the uh demon horde and you kind of see them crash into something and stop and you notice a series of mind flayers holding their hands up and you can only imagine there's some sort of psionic force field or wall standing before you now for flavor i'd like to think wrath the whole time is just shooting blasts in all directions oh, as oh yeah running. we're like oh, i'm spitting my blonde now yeah. and oh, just definitely, yeah. slaughtering the Whatever's strewn about. I like That's it. not... Which are demons. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, God, why? What are you doing? No, they're on our side. They're on our side. I'm so sorry. Hey, they look nasty. I just thought... I thought they were all the Zoidberg things. <laughs> uh, so there's a cyanic wall in front of me. What are you guys doing? Will you bash it, or... I throw my hole. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're going to cyanic? Cyanic? I don't... Yeah, give me a d20. We're going to want to break it, though, because nobody else is going to come with us if we just go. Yeah, that's true. But maybe if putting the hole in it would break hmm? it. If I add anything to that, get through. I uh, no, just I just was asked for a blank roll. Okay, uh, then it's a ten. Okay, <laughs> ten. right in the middle. <laughs> oh, God, roll again. <laughs> Why is that? A Do thing? I add this also to that? 
Yes, that's true. Yes, and that's enough, and the hole works. Does it cause a ripple effect and break the whole thing, or we get through and we have to? Uh, it just makes enough for you guys to go through. But you notice there are demons flying over it because many of them are wings. Yeah. There are ones climbing over it, and if some of them are big enough, they are stepping over it. So the demons are making their way around. And I can ostensibly leave the hole for anything in front of it that needs to yeah. walk to get through. They might need that. That's what I'm wondering. I don't know what you guys think. I don't know. I figure maybe if we kill at least one or two, or yeah, at least can, disrupt one of them. disrupt them while running. Probably yeah. And you'd be yeah. like, might break enough of the wall for like a, a wave of demons to get through. So. Or you could try and dispel magic again. I could, but we're also running. I'm just going to yeah. like take a pot shot at one of the... Uh, Mind flayers. Mind flayers. See if I can like disrupt the, the chain of concentration. That's yeah, I mean, the, I'm going to say the chain is uh, getting disrupted as is because, like I said, okay, fine. So then we're, then we're just keep going. Yeah, yeah. I would like to use my wand to at least trip a few on my way. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah we're totally yeah. doing that. Yeah, yeah. As much flavor as you guys want. This yeah. is awesome. <laughs> can I grab one? Again, I'm not going to kill it or anything because I know that that would require rolls and everything. But one of the ones, as I'm tripping them, I reach back and grab one by the tentacle mouth, just one of its mouth tentacles, oh. and start sweeping it <laughs> and dragging it behind me. I drop it only after a couple of feet. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, your teammates are demons here, so you're not overly surprised when a fireball lands a little too close to you guys and hits you and a few demons as well. Uh, I'm going to need everybody to give me a dexterity saving. Well, Mommy, I'm going to. In my head, Nami didn't go through the hole. He threw. He's with the uh, the, imp the, army. the imp army that flew over okay. the hole. And then his head's got the flood of the Valkyries going. Yes. <laughs> See, I was picturing. Yeah, you're out of it. Then. Don't even worry about the roll. Yeah, okay. I was torn between that or uh, the Red Baron and Snoopy. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yes. Now, flight of the Valkyries. That's what I figured. <laughs> yeah. All of it. It was by Solo. <laughs> you said this is dexterity. Yes. Thirteen for Wrath. Great. And well. Black. Oh. 12 for bike? Yes. Did you add to the... the I, I threw... I rolled cool. both of them. Yeah. And, and 19. 19. Okay. Oh, wait. Do I still have my dex bonus? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, you get advantage on that. You actually get to roll because it's dex. 15. 15? Uh, yeah, 15. Oh, then you bonus. got it. So okay. people roll 15 or above, take 5 damage. Those who didn't, take 10. Uh, not my other resistances. Yeah, you take damage. 0. And sure. I still take half damage because yep. of my ability. Oh, and I succeeded, so I take no damage. Yep. Okay. Just uh, chipping away at court. Yeah. Chipping away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we are running through an army. Yeah. Yeah. And slide and kick out the legs of some of the, uh, or one of the mind flayers. <laughs> as I do that, tumble back and start getting back into our running. He breaks a couple of his face tentacles as he hits the ground. Yeah, I want to do a little That's flavor right. text too. I swoop up, I grab some dust from the ground, and I fling it in one of the, the mind flayers' faces. And it kind of like shields, I flip over its back and just kind of hit it with my rapier and keep running. <laughs> like, yeah. it, you don't kill him, but you definitely I definitely blind him. He's like, ah! Yeah. All right, Wrath wants to do one too, then. The one that Blag tripped. Wrath grabs his daggers and does a cartwheel, oh. sticking the daggers into the body as he goes over it. I love it. Nice. I love it. <laughs> All right, fine. Fine. I got it. I I hijack one of the other imps and I I uh, kamikaze it into one of the mind flayers' faces, and I'm gonna jump off at the last second. Nice. Just make sure you say it's cool. I'm friends with Beaker. <laughs> I like to think the imp is clawing at its face as it falls. Beep upset to do this. <laughs> Beep up is cool with it. All right, as you guys uh, proceed forward, all of a sudden the ground starts to slip and slide, and you notice that there's a group of mind flayers staring at the ground, holding onto either side of their heads, and you're watching the dirt just literally turn to mud in front of you. Everybody give me a strength saving throw. There's just a bottle of, like, aspirin next to <laughs> Like, oh, God. I'm out on the ground. Should I do it Anybody have gust of wind no, still? No, you're fine, you're fine. Yeah. No. Anybody have gust of wind anymore? No. Because I got feather fall. I didn't, take, I didn't take it this time. Dang. Strength? Uh, yes. 
Oh, well, that's a straight roll for me. I got a 14. Right. Wrath's terrible at strength, so he's just going to bypass it. He's going to pull out another feather, burn it, and cast fly on himself. Great. Thanks, Black. Nine. Okay. Uh, he's also going to cast it on Black. All right, you guys get it. And uh, <laughs> I'll just watch and be like, cool, cool, that's just fine. Hold on. I might be able to give it to you, too. Hold on. I'm reading. This is still a new one for me. I can add one. Adi- yes. Both of these guys can now fly. Yay! Right. The group is flying, and you go right over the uh, mud without an issue. I want to put my hand up Superman style as I begin to fly <laughs> over the. Not my fist bumps the hand. I like it. Just keeps going. <laughs> as we're flying, I grab another feather from Mount <laughs> As I begin to fly, I want to grab uh, between my ankles the heads of one of the mind flayers and drag him <laughs> up with me, snap his neck, and then drop him. Oh, I thought you were going to be like, I like it. Oh no, like a Lois Lane moment, you fly along with it. Uh, A demon flying head, uh, way far overhead, just releases massive breath, and this cloud of poison just seeps down over the mind flares, but unfortunately catches you guys as well. This can be a constitutional... Me, me, I'm guessing me this time. Yeah. Can we light a match and then it just prevents it from getting... Oh, and nice. then you're all on fire. Yeah. <laughs> 20? Yeah. Nice. You could use it to take... I dodge in between the, 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 oh, the particles. Drops. Yeah. And just like, whatever. 20! I critted the wow. Nice. All right, you know what? Stop it. You guys both make it through without a problem. And guide court and not uh, black through. That's perfect. Uh, that's perfect. Anyway. Because I also got a two. <laughs> right, just a two. It was a two. <laughs> uh, right. So zero after that two. Zero was nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's a two point. We're shooting more blasts as we go. <laughs> well, that's constant. You're shooting blasts, hitting a couple things, and all of a sudden you find yourself in a room. What? With no door. Are we in the forest again? Oh, it's all God. metal, and so is Blag, and so is Cord. So, not me, but not together. Four different rooms. Uh-oh. Everybody give me intelligence checks. Illusion. Ding. Sure it's not a wisdom check? <laughs> I'm a dexterity check, friend. <laughs> oh, that's a one. Oh. oh. Good times. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Mike no, and I are no, no, so Nobody well. else roll. You drag. God damn it. Down. All right. All right. That's fair. Hey, let's see the good points. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. <laughs> that's and the... you spent the rest of your days <laughs> floating yeah, in the right. air. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. You just you cut back. We all have beards. <laughs> I'm actually an adult man. Flying Everybody take a total of twenty damage. Why court just... don't even think to be like maybe we should roll. That's hilarious. You were just following our lead so closely. <laughs> that... I can't believe that we mirrored the that roles first. We got twenty. Yeah. They did so well. That's the first how we time. do it. Yeah. yeah. Flag, let's trust them. They did so well. Uh, as you guys stand there, we know a shortcut, guys. <laughs> <laughs> You're just floating in the air, getting bombarded by psionic attacks, having no idea that you're just still floating there but eventually the pain racks through you bringing you back into full consciousness and you're like oh oh and you guys continue on <laughs> can i can i We're use dumb. my stillness of mind yeah okay you snap out early can take only 10 damage okay and then slap us wake us up <laughs> yeah can i can i at least roll to try and wake them you know what yeah go for it maybe a reduction maybe a reduction. what do i add to that Dexterity? Whatever you want, I don't care. Okay, dexterity. Yay! <laughs> uh, it gets later in the day when the DM stops caring. Slap us dexterously. 21, but that's just my first roll. Yeah, you got him. You okay. got him. Everybody only took 10 damage. Yay! Right. Thanks, Bang. Thank you for the extra dice. I mean, power. I'm glad it's getting used so much. Yeah. It's great. You guys are getting really close now. You can see the giant cave entrance in the distance, and you're speeding towards it. And all of a sudden, you're like, wait, wasn't a little with our friend? Like, we met him so long ago, and he helped us. These are demons. 
We should really be killing some demons. Give me some wisdom throws. I'm sorry, charisma throws. All right. I'm good at that one. Nope. Ooh. Is this just straight charisma? Yep. Okay. Well, that's a plus six at least, so. <laughs> All right. If you rolled 15 or above, Yay. you really only hesitated for a second. You took five damage. If you took under 15, who did that? Me, 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 me. Just Nami. Nami is standing there like, I really should help these. I take five damage, you said? Yeah. Okay. It's, I should really help these guys. And uh, you take ten damage as you're getting hit by splash damage of things around you before everybody else kind of is like, yep, Nami, come on, Nami, Nami, Nami. Blood last rising. I don't even think he was charmed. I think he was just Nami. I really have no frame of reference for any of these groups. He's like, whatever. He's your buddy. Yeah, You're really going with the flow. Oh, very well. Yeah. That's what Nami does. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you should have seen it before I met up with you guys. <laughs> Nami is actually, Nami is yeah. actually <laughs> short for Namaste. 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 Yeah. <laughs> and finally, Bebubs looks across the field of battle, takes a deep breath, and shoots us, and hocks a giant acid loogie into the air. I thought he just, just explodes and... high in the air and rains acid down upon everybody. Roll for decks. A cloud full of daggers. <laughs> Chops it all up. Actually, Mr. Belvedere comes out, holds an umbrella over my head. Wrath <laughs> got 17. I'm an idiot. Why? I had advantage on charisma. Saving throws. Why? Quick, do it again. <laughs> what are we throwing? Intelligence? Uh, Dex. 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 Okay. Right, so who got under a 15? Ooh, me, 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 me. Just Nave. All right, we, Nave. We don't want that, though. You take a full-on explosion of acid, taking 20 damage. Yes. Everybody else delicious. takes 10. Except for me. Except for and me. I take none because I succeed. Exactly. Evasion. Oh, That's pretty nice. <laughs> That's Thank cool. God for last night's levels. Yeah, right? <laughs> All right, cool. And so you finally get towards the clearing right before the entrance of the cave, and you run forward, and where there was once nothing... Now stands another small army of mind flayers, and no demons to help you. There's throw a hammer at them. About thirty of them. Could be an illusion, and they're slowly surrounding you. Uh, it could be an illusion. How can we can we fly over them? You can try. Oh, yeah, we still have flight. We're still flying. I think. Yeah. Just power through them. The only one way to find out. Court charges at them, okay. and as you head f- fly forward, a couple of them hold up their hands, and you find yourself hit by a barrier. And then they start forming their hands. The barrier starts to circle you. And they start crushing it in. And you guys are getting driven closer and closer together. But they're concentrating so hard on this, they don't notice the ripple of energy behind them as a portal opens. And you see Malcolm. And then Wood Tusk. And then Jade. And then all Ronaldo. the cleric dwarves. From, oh, and Ronaldo. The cleric, and the cleric dwarves just come rushing in. And engage the mind flayers, distract him. Oh, and the cleric orphans. We saved a couple of orphans. <laughs> two orphans have survived. <laughs> and lags farmers. Yeah. And then, yes, and my no farmers. farmers. <laughs> I want my farmy there. <laughs> my farmy, I like it. Come tearing in and engage the mind flayers. And you guys manage to bypass them and get towards the cave. And that was, if you guys hadn't done that, everything you did, that would have been a whole other uh, encounter you guys had to deal with. So good job. Nice. Yay. And Very massive effect. I, uh, I high actually, five Ronaldo and Jade in a way and like, cool, catch you guys inside. Yeah. And I actually had something built in. When you guys saved the uh, Onyx Shields from Colin earlier, they weren't going to help out at all if you guys hadn't worked out that earlier Colin quest. So, good job for that. Nice. Yeah. Well, Colin. Uh, he was He's a dick. The bad one that we had to kill. Who was trying to like a swing the election. 
Remember? Oh, yes, remember yes, 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 I was yes, yes, teleported, yes. the only one teleported outside the battle, yes, and yes, I was yes. getting all that. Oh, yeah, I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> Boy, I'm so glad we decided to take some of the routes we have, friends. And you guys made, like, a nice bonsai garden. <laughs> oh, yes! Yeah. Zen garden, sorry. Yeah. Bonsai tree and zen garden. I combined the two. Fun. Bonsen. So you enter the uh, giant cave in front of you, and you walk in, and you see there's several different passages leading deeper down into the earth, and from out of one of them, this mist starts to pour out, and it flies towards the center of the room before solidifying, and you see Baron von Lubertorf standing before you. Oh, motherfucker. You'd be like, quick, we're going after the Lilith. Let's go get him. (laughs) Let's get him, guys. I rage. And he laughs. Oh, sorry. (laughs) No, it's not. And see raging is very funny. <laughs> <laughs> Cute. <laughs> uh, to the side, out of another tunnel, you hear a bit of rumbling as a massive form comes tearing out of the tunnel, squeezing through, and you see this giant distorted human figure that just looks horrified. And as it comes out, you barely, only court, barely really? recognizes Braddock. Oh, God. Who has been horribly defigured into a fogger. Great. It's an improvement, I must say, Braddock. <laughs> a lot better. Brains. And then to the side, another being starts to walk through. This one walking lighter, but a sense of power that just blows the other away. And the Wizard King, Blag's mom, walks into the room, electricity just pouring off of her. And finally, you hear crackling to the side, and a large skeleton enters from the east, carrying a giant two-handed sword. And floating beside him is this horribly reforged, just ugly, sharp-edged, poor job of this reforged onyx shield that is floating beside the body of the reanimated Durant. Well, that's just messed up. Holy shit. That's like all our nemeses. Dude, I can't wait for next episode. You know it's gonna be awesome! Sorry, sorry, it was just so much that even I geeked out at our own podcast. So see you soon, Podquesters. It'll all go down next time when we roll another Intelligence Check. (laughs) 